0: It is the podcast about Nathan coming back at you, man. Real soon. Um I'm recording for 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 whatever reason I can't sleep. Or I was tired as shit around 9 p.m. and now it's 5:31. <laughs> and I haven't been asleep for some for some odd reason. I haven't even ta- I didn't even take a nap yesterday, so I don't know what's going on. But I was tired as shit. I ate some food and then the sleep one. Or what, matter of fact, you know what it was? Before we even get into that, this is just a random episode. I don't even think I'm to number it. Uh, but we're gonna call this. I think I last on seventy eight. This is gonna be. This gonna be uh, episode seventy nine and a and a quarter. As <laughs> the podcast about Nathan. <laughs> man you heard I really should be a DJ cause I really got the bops for real this is Renee and Angela it's crazy cause I remember hearing the stories about them there was a duo that broke up horribly they ended up hating each other type shit but shit while they was together they made some amazing music you heard Uh-huh. More than you know. What else? Show. talk to me. I love you. Hey, I love it more. More than you. Know. So I'm going to use this episode to. I'm going to use this episode to like. Address a lot of stuff or a few things, if if I remember it in time. Because there's one thing I do hate is I remember shit when I'm not recording. And when it's time to record, I can't remember nothing. So hopefully I can I can remember and I can air out everything I want to air out because I feel like this needs to be addressed. You get what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna start with the reason I believe. I couldn't get to sleep last night because I started watching How to Get Away with Murder. Yes, uh, actually, I started watching it Yeah, yesterday. Um, already watched like 10 episodes. Uh, it's very intriguing. It's very intriguing. I, I'm mad that I didn't watch this while it was still being aired. Uh, excuse me. I'm mad I didn't watch this while it was still being aired because it just ended last fall, I believe. Or maybe early this spring. One of the two. Uh, It it started in 2014, and I remember around 2014, that was the scandal, how to get away with murder, empire era back then. I remember that, 2014. That was also, what else was back then? I want to say power, but it wasn't booming like it is now. But that back then was definitely empire scandal and how to get away with murder. How to get away with murder. Those three was definitely on my timeline. Timeline the most, and how to get away with murder is very intriguing. This first season, I'm a big fan of legal dramas or and political stuff. even though this one ain't really political, it's just legal. But I'm definitely I'm into I'm into thrillers that make you think that don't have violence. Now, of course, there's dead bodies in the show, but they don't actually show it. They don't actually show the murders and stuff like that. They never show the actual violence. They talk about it though. And that's what I like. I like I like shows that don't have violence. I like shows that make you think, use your brain. They don't they don't have no guns. You get what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like one of my favorite movie ever is Inception. There's no there's little to no violence in that. It's no is a is a gun scene. There's like one maybe two gun scenes. No, it's like let's say there's three gun scenes in that whole movie, and the movie's like two hours and change. Two hours and twenty minutes, something like that. It's like the Adjustment Bureau. Matt Damon ain't no guns in that. That's all. That's all thriller. You get what I'm saying? Like that was that's fire. Um, another fire one is phone booth with Colin Farrell. You know, a dude was in the phone booth while a sniper was talking to him through the phone. Yes, there's violence in that, but it's like the whole movie would just took place in the phone booth. It was just thriller. You get what I'm saying? Kept you on your toes. Anyways. And that's how I feel about how to get away with murder. It's a thriller that keeps you on your toes. Now, from what I read on Reddit.com, it seems like um, the first season is like the gem. And then everything just falls off after that, which is typical with, with shows. Um, it created by Shonda Rhimes, who's also the creator of Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy definitely took a nosedive in the past, shit, six seasons. Like, once Derek died, yeah, that, that show was over. Um, once, shit, once, there was a few people that died before him. But that was the, when he died, that was the official, official, like, yeah, this is a, this is a wrap for the show. So she's notorious for taking shows left field and making them some out, into some outlandish shit. Um, so, yeah, definitely... I'm going to watch it until I feel like it becomes unbearable to watch because that actually ended up happening with this show called Alias on Amazon starring Jennifer Garner. It became like really unbearable and predictable and it's like I can't watch this. I didn't, I didn't even finish it. It just became like once I could predict your shit, it's like, yeah, it's good, I'm good on you. Uh, but this is definitely a good show that I'm intrigued. I'm hooked on to for right now. And knowing me, I'll fly through six seasons and I'm going to fly through it because I usually fast forward all the filler bullshit and the extra staring in the eye scenes and the making out bullshit and all that crap. So definitely. But listen, though, let's get right into it. Um, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to hear. First thing I want to get into is off top. I want to I want to jump into snitching. I'm not even going to jump into snitching. I'm going to jump into 6 9 i am going to jump into 6 9 I told myself I wouldn't talk about Dude because he's very problematic. I don't really condone the shit that he's done. But at the same time, a lot of these rappers out here is making fools of themselves. A lot of these uh, celebrities and that, that comment on him, they make fools of themselves. Now, before the whole snitching thing, before he went to jail, when he was still out doing regular shit, I mean niggas were still hating him back in 2018. Anyway, 2018 and 17, but they don't hate him as much as they do now. But nonetheless, back in 2018, 2017, I didn't like him, but his mu- his music was cool. Like I didn't, I wasn't a big, I was never a fan of his, never. But I can't acknowledge his music was catchy. His beats was catchy. You know, it gave Brooklyn life. Like he was the first rapper from Brooklyn to really shine light on Brooklyn for the first time in years the last one would be Bobby Shmurda no I'm lying the last one would be Young and May and then before her was Bobby Shmurda and then before him yeah I couldn't tell you who had Brooklyn on the map on the radios niggas is tuned in to Brooklyn like it was Shmurda Young and May oh Cardi B sorry Cardi B so Shmurda Young and May Cardi B and then 6 9 before he went to jail um, people like my friends on Xbox who's who's not from New York. They cook me like yo, you six nine, you fuck with six nine, you fuck with that rainbow hair nigga, blah blah blah. And I'm like nah, I don't fuck with him. But I acknowledge the movement. Like I see what he's doing. He you know he 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 bringing Brooklyn. He putting Brooklyn on the map. You get what I'm saying? Like I I I respected that because Brooklyn hadn't been on the map. So no, take out Cardi B. No, because I was talking about Brooklyn. Not New York City. I was talking about Brooklyn. So before 6 9 it was Young and May, and before her, it was Smurda, who, who had Brooklyn at the forefront. Just talking about Brooklyn, not New York City as a whole. Because we talking about New York City as a whole, you know, you got throwing Cardi, Davies, A Boogie, but we not talking about that. We talking about Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn, as we all know, is the, the borough of New York City out of the five boroughs. That's the borough. Um, okay. Before he went to jail, a lot of people was being sucked into his antics and they was falling for the trap. He's a troll who wanted attention and these dudes was giving it to him. They was falling into the trap. Then the whole ratting thing came out. Went to jail. He ratted on a bunch of people. Blah, 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 blah. We're in your story. Now, fast forward to present day. Here's my gripe. Definitely don't condone his in, in, in what he did. Um, I don't believe in oh, you have a family, I want to see my family again, blah, 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 blah. I'm not with that because if you cared about your family, you wouldn't engage in what you did in the first place. Number two, uh, the people that you ratted on also had families that we would, would like to see their families again. So for you to rat just to see your family, but you gave up 10 people, it's like that's 10 families without that's missing somebody. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, that's not even what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is, is as of late or since he's been in jail. Now he's out, of course. A lot of rappers have been mentioning him. talk you know, talking about him, blah, 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 blah. So. Uh, let me see. Where I want to go to. It's like. As of right now. These dudes keep mentioning him and like he went, okay, he went to L.A. and he did like a video in front of Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle's mural, right? And people was like, oh, you're disrespecting Nipsey, you a rat, You you bugging out, blah, blah, blah. I agree, by the way. But at the same time, it's like you are pulling yourself, okay, it's a two-way street. And I, these these rappers they know that if you mention six nine, right, you're automatically gonna get clout. And this is a word I hate to use, but it applies here. The most nobody of nobody people like to call out six nine. Like, I'm not even gonna say that, but say what I was about to say. But a lot a lot of nobody people call out six nine, and damn, And they know. If you mention six nine, you're gonna trend for a few hours and you're gonna get that little clout that you was looking for. You get what I'm saying? Like they know that. They 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 these people ain't stupid. They are not just calling him out to call him out. You get what I'm saying? They know if they mention him, if they make it on the shade room, which is a piece of shit website, they make it on Bossip and all this other shit, if they mention his name, they're gonna get on these on these on these websites for a few hours, they're gonna be trending on Twitter for a few hours. And they're gonna get the little buzz they was looking for. They that's why that's why that's one of the reasons they mentioned that man, that kid. So they could get a little buzz. So it ain't all about, oh, let me just call out 6ix9ine, he's a rat. It's not just that. They they're looking for the clout that comes with it. They're looking for the clout. Dude, dude the other day got uh a, a fuck 6ix9ine tattoo on his back. I was like, what? And I remember him mentioning 6 9 about two years ago. Like, you come to LA, we gonna get you, blah, 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 And it's like, but and then you turned around and you got a tattoo on your back with the dude's name? Now, just because you say fuck 6 9 do not mean like his name isn't still on your back. Like, that's really weird. That's really weird. And what I hate, and it, this, this takes me to my next, well, not really, but it's kind of in the same breath. It's like, Niggas try so hard to prove that they, they street niggas. And that's, I mean, that's fine and dandy that you're a street nigga. But I'm talking about the fact that you want to prove it so bad. You get what I'm saying? It's like I see, I've see i seen people on the timelines that I, I don't want to say I know them personally, but I know of them who in the past have tweeted or Facebook, I hate snitches, snitches should die, blah, 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 blah. And then they turned around and ratted themselves a few years later. You get what I'm saying? I've seen it. Everything is word like you like words don't when it comes to ratting words don't hold no weight. So I could say today I'm not I will never rat and then 10 year out two years from now I'll rat on somebody which never will happen. But you can't believe me because words hold no weight when it comes to telling. Now a few days ago I was on Twitter and when you want when you on when you browsing on Twitter it's really like a rabbit hole that you fall down like for real like you end up on all type of different pages that you came across by mistake. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so I came across this dude's tweet uh, page, tweet, whatever. I didn't screenshot or nothing, but from memory, it was a screenshot of his from a few years, a few years ago. It was a screenshot of a news article about his his court case, his 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 you know his charges and shit. And his caption was. I was facing federal time and felonies, and, and I never folded. A lot of y'all would have folded up. And there was a screenshot, like, like I said, of the news article detailing his, his court shit. And that shouted to me real lame vibes. You get what I'm saying? He wanted to prove to Twitter so bad that he was a street nigga that, you know, shot shit and sold shit. And he he wanted to prove so bad that he screenshotted a news article of him and posted it on Twitter with that caption. With that cap, the caption is what really throws me over edge. It's like, y'all lot of y'all would have folded. I stay, I stay silent on 10 toes. And it's like, I read that and I'm like, what? Niggas go this hard? Like, that was one of the most pick me shit I ever seen. So I guess what cuz I seen you post that on Twitter what now let okay let's say I was from his city I was from his state whatever and I knew I knew people that knew him so I guess cuz I seen him tweet that what I'm gonna call him now so I could do my dirt with cuz he won't tell I'm totally confused that, as to what he got out of doing that that's a, that's the that's a that's a lot that's a lot that's one of the problems wrong with this society we, we 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 live in being that it's a social media age it's a technology age it's like everything has to be broadcasted like what did he gain by tweeting that i was so confused so i guess if if i know you i'm, I'm gonna hit you up because i know you, you you won't fold like i don't that shit really threw me for a loop like i i'm i'm, I'm really cut from a different cloth like i don't i can't I don't operate like that, and I compare a lot of shit, and it's not, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to use this comparison, but it's like, the mafia does, never operated like that, of course there was no social media back then, but it's like, the mafia moved so differently, like, it's like, yo, that's why they, they went uncaught for so many years, and the mafia was never even heard of until like, 40 years into, into their existence. In the fifties when they got caught at the at Dude Man, they had a meeting in the 50s. it was like fifty eight or fifty seven, where they had a meeting upstate New York, all the mob bosses, and the FBI raided that shit. And that's when the um the mafia was brought to the public eye. It took about forty years to for them to finally be be, be known like be known of. Then there was a, a rat in the sixties. Who, who testified Who was, i think he was the first mafia informant in the 60s who testified that the mafia existed and it's like damn son why can't us not trying to once again i'm not trying to idolize this shit but it's like it's a different type of uh movement like we need to move better you understand what i'm saying we need to move better to go back to the snitching thing, a lot, I see a lot of people like, oh, oh when he first when he first got um, was six nine first, it came out that he was writing just need to die. He need to get killed, blah, 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 blah. Once again, us are black people are not the mafia. We don't operate like that. As you can see from paid in full movie, Mitch Porter, not Mitch Porter, Alpo, who, who that was a true story. He's still around. He snitched in the 90s, in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. He's still around. He's still moving around Philly because we don't get down like that. You understand what I'm saying? And even worse, in 2020 with 6ix9ine, who's a high-profile figure, his, fan, his core audience isn't street niggas, isn't hood niggas. It's kids in school. It's, it's, it's late teenagers who go to school. Like, it's not street niggas. It's not hood niggas. It's not none of that. So he's going to continue being one of the most popular dudes because the street niggas isn't his demographic. And this is why people so hard. This is what people don't understand. And they just deliberately be ignorant. Oh, why is Snakes Nine still around? Blah, blah, blah. Why is his music number one played? Why do you think? Because the demographic you think runs rap doesn't run rap. You got people like Russ, who's on the independent circuit, who and Logic, who's also on the semi—not well, not anymore—but when he was on the independent circuit, he had such huge followings because the street nigga demographic is not what controls hip hop. It's the regular high school kids. It's the regular, um, you know, the regular everyday kids—the ones that's not in the street, the one that's not in the hood. That's why Russ is so famous and Logic is so famous. It ain't because of the street niggas. We, like, we don't listen to that. We don't listen to them. It ain't nothing wrong with that with them, but it's like we don't listen to that. A lot of these dudes have this core following because the street people don't aren't the biggest demographic in hip-hop anymore. It hasn't been for some time now. So this whole 6 9 needs to get killed. It's not going to happen. This is 2020. The people he's appealing to don't care because they're not cut from that cloth because they were raised differently, as they should be. Times have changed. It is now 2020. I don't understand this shit. Why is this such a hard concept? I keep seeing the same old-ass rappers say the same things over and over again. It's a different time period point blank period and then they like to say yo this generation is the snitch era nah that's false i just told y'all the, the 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 nigga in the mafia snitched in the 60s that was almost 60 years ago this is not the snitch era and it's been snitching in ever every era that's been that's existed it's a lot of ignorance that gets set on these social sites and it's embarrassing to hear people speak like this that dude who posted his news article really blew my mind like that was one of the corniest things like i was watching the interview like you shouldn't want to prove that you were gangster like that's not something that can be proven Uh, uh, only to the people who need it would need to be proven to but i don't even want to get that deep i don't even want to get that deep i'm kind of glad i couldn't sleep so i could record this because a lot of y'all need to listen to this shit you shouldn't want to prove that you're a gangster. That's not something that needs to be public knowledge. That's how you get caught. That's how you do time. That's how you get caught up. And that's how you bring other people down with you when you rat because you got caught. It's simple common sense. Everybody want to prove that they're super duper gangster. You don't need to prove that. You don't have to prove that to nobody. It's either you tough or you not. You tough when you need to be. Point blank Period. Damn, it was just something I was about to say, and I lost it. It's like you should have... I seen dude tweet, um... Uh, what'd he say? Niggas is gangsters with no receipts. Why would there be receipts? Of course, he doesn't mean that in the literal sense. But it's like, why would there be proof that I'm a gangster? Why would I need... Why would I want there to be proof that there's gangster? That I'm a gangster? So I can make the cop's job easier? What do y'all, what do y'all, what do y'all be saying sometimes? Like, what do y'all be thinking sometimes? I'm totally confused. Like, it's a whole... Even a, like... That was an old dude who said... He was, like, 36 when he, like, that said that. That was a known rapper that said that. Niggas want to be tough. Niggas want to be gangsters, but with no with no receipts. Why would I want receipts that I'm a gangster? Why would I want proof of some kind that I'm a gangster? Or that I'm tough? Or that I'm like that? That's dumb. That's really dumb. Like, a lot of these dudes, man, it's like... And they don't, like, these old dudes be fooling y'all, like, oh, social media, social media. They be right along social media posting every part of their fucking life, just like all the young people do. They on their, like, that shit is mind-boggling to me. They post in every aspect of their life just like all the young niggas do. But they, oh, social media, social media. Shut up. Shut up. You be doing it too. Shut up. I see a lot of tweets that say, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather be rich than famous. That is a lie in 2020. That is a lie. You get what I'm saying? Niggas is liars in 2020. That's 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 the norm. Like, I told somebody, I'm not lying. The only time you need a... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You only lie to people who put fear in your heart. Who you feel can destroy you or beat you up or... You know if it's your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband and wife, you know you fear retribution from them. You lie to people who scare you. you don't lie to people who don't do anything to you. I don't know that the only people I possibly lie to is like um bosses and management and stuff like that because they hold my job in their hands if i were if I needed to lie to them other than that, there's nobody I need to lie to I'm grown. And you ain't nobody doing nothing to me. And I'm not talking about no street shit. I'm talking about regular, everyday life. Whether it's my, 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 my friend, my sister, my, 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 my mother. Like, you're not doing anything to me. You don't threaten me. Why would I need to lie to somebody that doesn't threaten me? I'm confused. I'm totally confused. Why would I, why would I care about what somebody thinks? Why would I need to lie to you? That means I would care what you think. Like, a lot of y'all just be lying to lie. Like... That's what 2020 and 2019 is like. The, this is like, if anything, this is the lying era. This is the fraud era. The fraudulence, lying, fame-seeking era. If I were to put a, a title to this, the lying, fraudulent, fame-seeking era. So back to the fame thing. I see a lot of people say, oh, I'd rather be rich than famous. No, you do not. You'd rather be Famous in 2020 because the people let's say the everyday people like me the stuff that they tweet and facebook twitter has a lot of ignorance on it like instagram just has a lot of negativity instagram is very negative like i don't i don't be in the comments and i don't even comment on people's shit like that like i've been on instagram for eight years now and i could pro- i could tell you i left maybe in the, in those eight years i could pro- i probably left about 40 comments if that in those eight years twitter but twitter is really ignorant you see a lot of ignorant stuff go viral so check this out you'll see like look at the dude that told you about that posted his, his news article he did that for fame he wanted f- attention doing that so other, sh- other niggas can comment, yeah, you a real one. Yo, yeah, yeah, you you solid. You Like, he wanted fame. He wanted attention. I'm not going to say he wanted fame. He wanted attention. But you can say attention is synonymous with fame and infamy. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, we want fame now. It's not about money. What did fab, fab said it a few years ago? money ain't the root of all evil now attention is i believe he said that in 2015 that was probably the start of the fame era because instagram wasn't instagram was instagram but it wasn't what it is now instagram didn't i don't even i don't even think it had an explore page back then did it maybe it did i do remember the magnifying glass in the on the uh the bar and the search you know whatever that's called because instagram wasn't what it was 2015 insta girls and the and the and the cooking sh- and the cooking Instagrams and IGTVs and the ads wasn't on Instagram in 2015, but in 2020 it is. And fame is what's sought after now. You get what I'm saying? Like, stop! I hate seeing tweets like that because it's, it's like the shit people tweet that are everyday regular people like myself who are not rich. The stuff they tweet scream, "I want attention." So imagine if they had money. Just think about that the everyday tweets that you see from regular ass people and the amount of private stuff they put on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Now imagine if they had money to go along with that already, uh, public way of tweeting that they have. So you're telling me, so right now you, as a male, you just tweeted your case, right? So if you added $10 million to your bank account, you telling me you wouldn't tweet about your case, is that what you're telling me? Are you telling me you wouldn't tweet your case details and show the lawyer fees that you spent because you had all the money to pay the lawyer fees? Is that what you're telling me? For the women who tweet about, oh, you know, I wish I woke up with a dick in my mouth. It's like the girls who say that, you telling me you wouldn't say that and add $10 million to your bank account, you wouldn't say that? You wouldn't throw, you wouldn't say, oh, I wish I woke up with a dick in my mouth. Uh, you know, in a penthouse, you wouldn't say that. Like, I hate shit like that. Like, stop lying. It's a lot of fame seeking out here. It's a lot. It's a lot of fame seeking out here, and it's never gonna stop because social media and technology is only gonna de- uh further develop. Excuse me, it's only gonna further develop. They're gonna find new ways to uh, use technology. Look at Zoom. Zoom became such a popular thing. Like. This this coronavirus was probably a, a, a was a, one of the biggest dark horses for Zoom made Zoom a dark a dark horse dark horse shit and raised their stock tremendously because video calling became such a normal thing. Facetime was cool and shit, but Zoom just skyrocketed to the top because of the coronavirus. So people got to stop. Like when I see these stuff, see these things, it's like. And then when you hear people talk personally, and oh, I'm so private, I'm so private, I'm so private. And then you watch their Instagram story, they post every goddamn thing they do. I see that shit a lot, man. I see that shit a lot. A lot of y'all are real. Y'all lie to yourselves. For real. And it's weird when you know somebody who does it. Or you know people that do, oh, I'm so private, I'm so private, I don't tell nobody my business. But then you click the, the story and all the business is right there. I know what you ate. I know where you at. I know what you did. I know who you with all the time. Like, y'all really telling yourself, y'all not even doing nothing illegal. Y'all just telling yourselves without doing nothing illegal. But you you telling me you want money over fame? Stop it. Stop it. You don't got to lie to me. I'm nobody. You don't got to lie to me. You don't got to lie to us. We nobodies. We don't, we not going to kill you. We ain't going to arrest you. We ain't going to throw you in jail. We nobody. You don't got to lie to us. That shit is mind-boggling. The amount of lies social. I tell on them, on them socials, bro. And I say, I say it's the total opposite. It's not, oh, people, people are fake on social media. No, people show you who they really are on social media. They show you who they really are. The person that you see in person ain't the real them. The, when you see how people talk and tweet and post, that's the real them. That's the real them. I promise you. I've seen it with my own eyes. You can see somebody act one way in person, and then on social media, they air it all out. It comes flowing out like a river, because that's who they really are. It's who they are on social media and the things that they post about. You don't believe me? Start paying attention to these socials more. You, you'll see what I'm saying. Social media is where people show their true self. Not in real life. We don't live in, a, we don't live in an actual reality. We live in a virtual reality in our phones, and we live our we live our actual lives through our phones don't let these people fool you out here man don't let these people fool you um my sister sent me a um a link the other day t- talking about uh disney's first let me see read it to you right now Disney confirms its first bisexual lead character who is also multicultural. She said, "What? She said, what's my stance on this? Here's this platform that I have. Let me tell you my stance on that. My stance on that is I really don't care. Um, it's 2020. Times have changed, and people need to start uh, accepting that. If in real life there are uh, pride parades and pride, pride gatherings and pride movements and pride senators and pride athletes it's like why wouldn't the things our children see reflect that what we see on television and movies are reflections of real life i don't know if people knew that so in the 1950s and 60s and the 40s and 70s when homosexuality and and uh transgender stuff wasn't accepted we didn't see that on television and in movies it is now accepted in 2020 so it will be shown in movies and television it those are reflections of real life of everyday life so people need to stop need to get this notion out their head that oh my god they need to stop teaching because i'm start like as i've grown and i'm not talking about as i've got older as i've grown i realized a lot of thinking that i once had was very ignorant and immature So, but I was never one of those people that's like, oh, gay history shouldn't be teaching taught to children. I never thought that, but whatever. Um, It's like, what's so disturbing? I seen a tweet the other day, or yesterday, actually, that was like, raise your hand if you wouldn't mind sharing a bathroom with a transgendered person or a dressing room. And it's like, why would I care what's in your pants or your bra while we're in a bathroom? You get what I'm saying? Like, people really focus on the wrong stuff. Like, you, it's like y'all, let, uh, like y'all let a lot of this stuff live rent-free in your mind, and it controls you, and it's just like racism. People let racism control their mind to the point where they're just so disgusted with life that it's like it controls you. Like, why are people so concerned with transgender people and gay people and lesbian people? It's like, why would I give a shit if we're in a bathroom together? I'm not, we're not, I don't know you. That's number one. I don't know you. They don't know me. That's number two. Number three, whatever your choice is, why would I be, why would I care about that while I'm relieving myself in the bathroom? I'm totally confused. Like, why is like, is that what y'all think about when y'all go in the bathroom? I'm talking about straight people. Like straight people, is that what y'all think about when y'all go in the bathroom? Oh, I don't. I hope a transgender person has to come in and what? Look at you. I'm confused. And oh, reveal themselves to you. I'm totally confused. Like, why do y'all let these these topics live rent free in your mind? They don't be that deep. Y'all make it deep because you overthink it. Why would I care if a transgender person goes in a dressing room? We're not in the same uh, room together. We're in the same store, but we're not in the same room changing clothes together. I don't. I don't know you're transgender unless you probably tell me. Like I'm, I'm confused. What do y'all be? What do heterosexual people be so like engulfed with? I'm so confused. What are y'all so engulfed with? A lot of this shit live rent free in y'all mind. I give us so much energy, and there's no energy to be given. It's not that deep. <laughs> so it's like it's like this, right? People think. Because a man or a woman on, t- on movies or TV, because they act a role that's gay, they are gay in real life. I'm so confused with that. Because how is acting a fictional role then correlate to your real life? I see that shit a lot. Oh, this person, he kissed a man on TV that's gay. It's like, what? It's a movie role. It's not real. It is literally fiction. It is not literally nonfiction. I'm, I'm confused. Oh, he's gay. She's gay because she she kissed a girl. On television, television isn't real unless it's the news. And even that ain't real. Only thing I'm on, probably real on TV is sports. I like, I I be so confused like, heterosexual. Like I sometimes that's like heterosexual people make it really hard to like defend them, defend us. Cause y'all say a lot of goofy shit. And y'all obsessed with a lot of goofy shit that got nothing to do with nothing. So when Leonardo DiCaprio acted in Django with, with Jamie Foxx and, and Leonardo DiCaprio was was saying nigger this and nigger that and you good old niggers like did y'all you, did you, think he was racist? Of course not. Of course not. Of course, I'm sure there were some people that think that thought that, but the majority didn't, because that would have been a big thing. All those white people on that set listening to people say nigger, 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 and white people in the movie say nigger, nigger, it's like, we know it's a movie. We know it's fictional. We know it's based, on, it's based in the 1800s. Like, we know this. So why, when it comes to homosexuality and being transgender, why is that so confusing in the movie world oh no they're gay but when Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio says nigger he's not racist totally confused why those are not treated the same because y'all have a mentality that's out to destroy instead of build I'm not saying hey go outside and look for transgender people and be best friends with them I'm not saying that but it's not that deep It's really not that deep shit don't do not be that serious it really don't like it really don't when you see when you start to under like and this is me growing or have grown from where i came from this is 2020 times have changed times are and will continue to change we went from really baggy jeans and timberlands to skinny jeans and vans and then we went to fitted jeans and, Van, uh, and Jordans. You get what I'm saying? Like, times will change. And these old niggas still be like, oh, these skinny jeans. Y'all wear skinny jeans? Nah, we really don't in 2020. We really don't. That ain't even a thing no more in 2020. It's really not. If anything, 2020 is trying to bring back the baggy look. Or it's the regular fitted jean look. Or straight leg. It ain't even skinny jeans. Skinny jeans died already five six years ago and that just shows you how time changes and that's like what people really won't accept like time like things change like what's so difficult about that say and you know what this correlates to it correlates to congress why things can't change in congress because them same old ass fuckers that are 70 and 80 and 90 about to die in Congress and in the Senate, that's why things can't change because they still stuck to a mentality from 50 years ago. The people who create the laws aren't changing their mentality. That's why things will not change. I'm really good at talking, in case you haven't noticed. I make a lot of great connections, correlations. That's why things in this country do not change because the same people who run this country That were born in the times they were born in Still think like they were born in the times they were born in (laughs) Y'all don't see that Y'all don't realize how Being in the same mentality for so long Destroys you And destroys others Shit boy Anyways I need to lighten the mood up Cause that shit really I could feel my heartbeat pounding Let me lighten the mood up man It made me tear up, man. It made me tear up because it was a really beautiful moment. Um, And it was the first season, so if you guys watch the first, season, you know what I'm talking about. It was the one episode where the black man was, um, he was in jail for 21 years, and he was on death row. They were going to kill him, lethal injection, because he killed his girlfriend, Allegedly. But it turned out that a judge on the, uh, on his, the judge on his case, I forgot, damn, I forgot how it went. Like some, somebody contacted the judge to pretty much pick a guilty verdict, pretty much. I I forgot how it went, but that's how it went. It was a white judge who sent a, a black man to, to, uh, for the, to death row. And it made me tear up because when he, um, when they when they went back to court and they found they, they overturned that ruling from 21 years ago and he uh you know he was set free he started crying and him crying really it resonated with me because it's like this is what uh, this is what uh, this is what us black men deal with the systemic racism and it it really like I that's what I'm saying my growth because years ago I would say. Like I was, I was a part of. If you do the time, if you did the crime, you do the time. I really believe that. I believe that still, but not some, not in the, not in the friggin' prison system. I'm talking about in everyday life. You know, if 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 you know, if you do if you do the wrong thing. I believe there should be consequences. That's I think that's general thinking. But now in the case, so what I've come to observe over the years is systemic racism against black people, and it's like. I no longer believe if you do the time, if you did the crime, do the time because the system is already out to destroy us. You understand what I'm saying? Cat Williams has been trending these last few days because he has a comedy special coming out. And it's like, he's saying like white people, you think we're going to rise up against you and try to take over the country. It's been 400 years. You would have did it already. You would have been wiped out already. If we, if that's what we wanted to do, because we're superior to you. We know that. I believe y'all know that. But we haven't done it yet. Like, we're like the, we're like the alien race that with the advanced technology that comes and we take over the earth and enslave you. But we don't do that because we're humble beings. That majority of us come from humble beginnings. And that's why the system is against us because they know we're superior. So they try to eliminate us to keep their own agenda going. Like I said, the lawmakers, the majority of the lawmakers in the Senate and in Congress are white, are white old fuckers from the 1930s and the 40s and and, and and the 50s. You understand what I'm saying? They're all old as shit born in racist the heart of racist America. Well, that's not really the heart. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It's the heart of racist America. They grew up thinking racism. They were born racist racist like you get what i'm saying like and until they're all gone and not like i say eliminated but eliminated naturally <laughs> until they're all eliminated naturally she ain't gonna i i say that's when shit will end because I don't really see their grand, those, those people born in the 30s and 40s, I don't see their grandchildren and great-grandchildren trying to be politicians and lawyers. As we all know, since 2020, kids ain't trying to do shit like that no more. Kids are trying to be ball players and rappers and guitarists and fucking, they're not trying to do the white-collar work. They're not trying to be doctors and lawyers. This is a fact. This is not me making this up. This is a fact. This, like, those things have tr- have dropped tremendously. People ain't trying to be politicians no more. People ain't trying to be uh, white-collar workers no more. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't see those people's blood. Of course, there's. I'm sure there's somebody that's in their bloodline going into the same line of work as their grandparent or parent, but it's not the majority like it used to be. So when those lawmakers are weeded out and when those cop people are weeded out in, in, in the year 2150... We'll start to see a change. Well, I'll be dead. But I guess my, my grandkids' grandkids will see um, the change. All those old people in the Senate and in the, the politics and in government and law enforcement, all of them have to be gone in order for things to change. They have to be gone for things to change in this country. It's not going to change while they're still in power. They have the power still. Why would things things change if they're still in power? doesn't make sense. That's logic. Why would it change if they're still in power? So until they're gone, nothing's going to change. Systemic racism is going to continue. Cop killings, I mean cop killings, cop killing, um, using excessive force and killing people, that's not going to stop until all of those kind of people are gone. It's not going to end. It's not going to end. So we could probably put that to the back of our minds. Because while we're alive like us, the 90s and 80s and 70s babies and 2000s and 2010s babies, we're not going to see it in our lifetime. Unfortunately. Don't get me wrong. By the time I'm 70, of course, Donald Trump won't be here anymore, but His kids will be and they'll they'll probably try to, you know, go into politics, maybe. Being that he's the first politician who knows, maybe he just he sparked an idea for his kids and grandkids to go into politics. Who knows how that goes? But we're never going to we're not going to see that in our lifetime, unfortunately. System systemic racism has been here and will stay here for a while and it's it's really sad to see. Like, I when the, when I take the train or when I'm walking in the street, like, cops make me nervous. They always have. Even when I was a kid before, I've even known about cops killing anybody. They always made me nervous because it's just, there's a license to kill. James Bond, you have a license to kill. And even now that I'm an adult, it's just like I can't be around them without feeling uncomfortable because it's just like, Y'all, not, y'all, y'all, y'all make people uncomfortable. Point blank, period. I'm, it's like, you just make people uncomfortable. Like, I don't know how to spin that shit. Like, I cringe when I... when I'll be on a train listening to my music and then, like, three cops would get on and it's like, now I got to pause my music and now I got to pay attention because they, they make me feel uncomfortable as a black man. Especially as a young adult black man who who may dress the part of a fucking thug. And so they would say, who looks like a thug. He has a do-rag on. He's a thug type shit. So. Shit. That shit is just, that systemic shit is crazy, man. Even if, I know a few, I'm not gonna say I know a few, but I know like one or two cops. And sometimes I'm shocked when, when I've seen, it's like, damn, you became a cop knowing what they do. Like, I remember before right before the George Floyd thing happened, RIP to him, uh, I want to say maybe a week before what happened to him happened, I tweeted. I remember tweeting this. It's crazy how people want to be cops knowing how, like, corrupt they are. And then the very next week, that thing happened to him. How can you willingly want to be a cop knowing the fucking shit they do? I applied to be a corrections officer. A few years ago, they have never—they haven't called me back. They haven't denied me. But if they call me back, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. I cannot be law enforcement. I'm sorry. I, I cannot destroy as a black man. I cannot be a part of. I can't be a part of that team. I just can't. I just can't. I can't. It wouldn't sit right with my conscience. It wouldn't. It wouldn't sit right with my soul. It wouldn't sit right with my heart. I Can't do that shit. I can't do law enforcement. Knowing what they do to our people, I can't do that. Like, yeah, maybe more pay, you know, benefits, blah blah blah. But I can't knowing what they do to our people, I can't I can't do that shit. Intentionally. You gotta brainwash me, make me a zombie to do that type of shit. I'm not doing that. I'm bugging. Definitely can't do that. But I feel like I, I ranted enough. I'm really glad that I couldn't sleep because I feel like I needed to say all this shit, this is stuff I've been wanting to say on the podcast, but I waited till I was alone then because I, I that way I wouldn't have no back and forth for no outlandish opinions being said to me and then having it be in a discussion. I needed this one. I needed y'all to hear me and hear me clearly. You understand what I'm saying. I needed y'all to hear me on this one because sometimes when you have other people, what your my point would let me let me speak in first person. When I have other people, my point wouldn't get fully across. I don't have a problem other people saying their point. That's cool. No wrong with that. But it's like sometimes my point doesn't get fully across how I want it to because I'm being combated. Which is, like I said, which is also fine. But this one, I saved all the good stuff for my solo one. And I told myself I wasn't going to do any more solo ones because I think the show is better when it has guests on it. But matter of fact... Let me end on a positive note. Let's see if uh let's see if he picks up the phone. Haha. <laughs> let's end let's end let's end like this. Hopefully he picks up the phone. See if he picks up the phone. Yeah, he probably not gonna go pick up. Damn. Come <sighs> on, dude. No, he up too, cause he in a different time zone. This nigga not gonna answer. All right, he answer. I tried, <laughs> but anyways, like I said, it's the podcast about Nathan, episode seventy nine and a quarter. Because I gotta give you the actual episode seventy nine whenever I do do that so this is not the full episode 79 this is just 79 and a quarter because i don't really i don't want to count this as a full episode this is it's just a this was just a this was a filler episode let me say this is a filler episode that's why i don't want to give it i don't want to not number it but then i don't want to give it a full number either you get what i'm saying so i'm gonna leave y'all like this though you feel me gotta leave it groovy that's just what i do i'm 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 the groove meister you know what i'm saying I should have been around back then I keep telling you these, these is my bops Regularly Like I don't my I, I'm in tune with new shit But I don't listen to new shit Regularly I listen to this type of shit Regularly You know what I'm saying That old Groovy Funky stuff That gushy stuff You know what I'm saying This is my shit when, if, 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 if you ever see me in public And I got headphones on I'm listening to shit like this You know what I'm saying that's right, we drop hits, that uh nasty can you get, all the way from your hood to the negative of the woods and slick, eh no, no That's right we drop hits, me, uh, nasty can you get all the way from your hood to the negative of the woods, God I mean, cool. the podcast about my bro, it's my my nigga the podcast about the, podcast about podcast about the podcast about Yo, it's your boy 88, man. You listening to my shit, the podcast about yeah, Nathan.